Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Paulette, what number is this? Is it like 50? Number 63, Daddy. I get it. We've been doing it. Doing it. We've been doing Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship, and we really believe that these topics and conversations, if it's only making a difference in one life, then we're doing what we're supposed to do. So today's show is Give It To Him, Daddy. Are you going to throw it on me like that? Give it to him. Well, first of all, how you doing? Hi, sweetness. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> just throw it on her. You know throw what? Throw that hot water on it. I'm, I'm excited about, green, about a topic, nigga. baby, throw and I'll just jump right into it, so I'm sorry. That's fine. Hey, my daddy. Hey. We going to have this show today? Are we going to have it? We're going to have it. Yes, we are. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. What is the agenda, what is the agenda of good and bad? Right? There it is. You said it. <laughs> You said it. I love your smile. Your smile is so hard. <laughs> We're going to talk about it, y'all. What is the agenda of good and bad? And, Daddy, how do we come up with this topic? Because we were watching television, and there was a culmination of things that came on. But when you see little things like health care going away and or you're hearing about all the drugs that are being used to uh, allegedly help you, but they have more problems than they have uh, a way of, of helping you out. Mm -hmm. um, two, you always hear about good and bad. If there is a good and if it is a bad, what would be the agenda that would make something good and what would be, be the agenda that makes something bad? And that's how it spawned. Now, when we say agenda, Daddy, who who is it that we're thinking sets the agenda for good or bad? That is a question that goes along with it that everyone has, I believe, some sort of hypothesis about. And that's what we're talking about today. Well, we're going to go to the lines, baby, and we're going to see what they think about what is the agenda of good and bad. 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hey, Monique. How you doing? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. This is William Skins. I follow you on uh, Twitter and everything. Hey, William Skins. Talk okay. to us, brother. Huh? Talk to us, brother. Okay. Uh, the definition of good to me is trying to change someone's life, trying to make a difference in someone's life. You know, when when you meet people, people are going through things every day, no matter what it may be. But when you can change their life and make a difference in their life, even as one person, 
I think that's a good thing. You know, you can make your life better in any kind of way. I think that's a good thing. Now, what's bad to me is when you try to manipulate people, when you try to deceive people for the benefit of your own agenda, I think that's bad right there. You know, bad when you're doing something that's going to benefit you, but it's not going to help the other person in society because there's a lot of things going on in society right now. And um, I think the good should overpower the bad. You know, when you can make a difference in any kind of way and change someone's life. And so that's my definition of good and bad. You know, I don't know if, you know, if some people may agree or not, but I believe in that wholeheartedly because I'm trying to make a difference through my speaking. I'm an inspired author. You know, and I've been through things in the past. And I changed my life, went to college and everything. And uh, I'm trying to make a difference. And so I look at more, I'm more optimistic than pessimistic. You know, I try to look in the good of everything and make a difference when I run into people every day. We appreciate that. Thank you so much, my baby. You know, I think sometimes, too, Daddy, when people say, if, if I can change somebody else's life mm-hmm. for the good. But I think we oftentimes don't start with ourselves. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like if I could change somebody's life, then I'm doing the right thing. But then you look in the mirror and you say, well, what have I done to make my life better? I'm a great advice giver. Mm-hmm. But am I looking at the reflection saying, well, what are you doing to make it better for yourself? Absolutely. And he, he expressed what was good for him mm-hmm. and what was bad as well. And what we're also asking is within the boundaries of that, as it pertains to whether it's you, whether it's your observation of the world around us, what seems to be the uh, arcing thing that makes something good and something bad? That's that question that we're asking. And within the boundaries of his answer, he was saying good was he's trying to do things to help other people. Mm -hmm. And what he construed as bad is when people were doing things solely for themselves. So we, we asked the question, so to a degree, is it an individual saying that good is when one is thinking of others as a whole and bad is the agenda of people that are bad or situations that are bad or what is it that makes it bad? What is the agenda of bad typically? Okay, so here's my thoughts of what is the agenda of bad. The agenda of bad is intentionally lying for the benefit of you. Mm-hmm. My assumption of the agenda being bad. It, okay, so here's the thing that I, and I'm trying to figure out how to say the words in my mind, so I'm just going to say it, okay? When we think about Christmas, right, what was that agenda? Was that agenda for happiness, love, and giving, or was that agenda Strictly economic, because when you think about December 25th, which we all know, like it's no secret that that man wasn't born that day. Like we all know that. But when you think about that day and you say, what was the agenda for that moment? Like what was when they sat down and said, we're going to have Christmas. Did they sit down and say, and on Christmas time, we all get together and we put these trees just at people's front doors. They don't know where it came from, what it is. Is that Christmas or was the agenda, listen, this is going to be a money-making day. Mm -hmm. 
this this day right here, baby, it will get all of us to all the money we think we need. And then you figure, you say sometimes with Christmas, the next day, those families that got caught up in, it's Christmas. I've got to go spend this money. Well, when December 26th comes, now it's a situation. Because you didn't have the money December 25th. You didn't have it December 24th. But you played into the agenda of this is what's supposed to happen that day. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess the question is, when you look at these holidays, what was the agenda? Like, what was the purpose for doing that? Was it strictly a money agenda? Because we know that the reason is not true. Like, we know that that Christ wasn't born on that day. Like, we don't know when he was born, but we know that it's been proven that's not true. So what was the reasoning behind that? I, I, and, and here's the thing. On proven one way or another, there's just a lot of questions surrounding that whole aspect. So I don't know if there's definitive. There are people that say there's definitive proof that he was and definitive proof that was not. Those are things that are kind of left up to debate. But you would say if you follow the history of, let's say, to take that as an example, watching the History Channel, most people didn't know about Christmas. Christmas was taught to us through songs like the First day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, this, that, and the other. And you start realizing that Christmas was about purchasing things. So we took Christmas and broaden the scope of the world that we live in. What is the world that we live in? What is the agenda that makes things good versus bad? Like, And it seems to be the overwhelming thing is, the good is dealing with the benefit of all of mankind. The bad seems to be that a few are able to benefit from uh, what they construe as being power, what they construe as how can they have for themselves, and it doesn't matter what others get. If you look at the country that we live in and we look at how it was founded, the individuals that founded this country did not come in with the mindset of how can we create something that would be beneficial to all. It was how can we create something that is beneficial to a few? Mm. Because if it was beneficial to all, the Native Americans and the Europeans would have had an incredible relationship all throughout history, as opposed to it being a situation where, as opposed to it being a situation where, um, People are more focused on the competition of who can get this over that group of people and so forth. We're talking about it, y'all. What is the agenda of good and bad? 404-832-2963. See, I guess for me, I go to a place of conditioning. And we've gotten so conditioned, we don't even ask the question of what is the agenda. It's just what we've been taught to do, you know. And someone put in the room... All holidays are economic gains. That's all they are. And it feels like that's all they are. You know, when you have women that get upset on February the 14th because they didn't get any roses or flowers or candy, and you're saying, well, does this person truly love you? So you messed up over a card or some roses or some candy, but what was the agenda behind those holidays? And it's all money-grabbing holidays. So is that a good agenda? Is that a bad agenda? And obviously it's to a degree what you make it, but we can get caught up into a way of doing things without considering why it is that we're doing it. We're talking about it, y'all. 
What is the agenda? Good and bad. How do you feel about it? 404-832-2963. We're going to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hi, this is Isreba, a.k.a. Isra. Hey, baby. <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. I just wanted to say to you and Uncle that I love your shows. I love your exercises. And um, my agenda for good and bad, I know that every yin has a yang. Every good has a bad. Mm-hmm. The issue with that is that not everyone's good is good. Not everyone's bad is bad. To a rapist, he's doing what he likes to do. To the rest of the world who knows that he's doing wrong, it's a bad thing. So you really can't please everyone all the time. Gotcha. So I think it all started um, with the media. I think it started when you were able to say curses on the uh, the uh, the the um, different television shows, and it began to blur the lines of good and bad. And after a while, things became no longer rated R, but rated PG thirteen, PG seventeen, PG twelve. Pretty much, you might as well say just no PG at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because even the the video games are coming out with them having sex, they're raping, they're killing. You know, and it's like, what the heck happened? Mm-hmm. The ethics mm-hmm. and 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 the morals and values of every human has been demoralized, has been degraded, and it's to the point where everything is acceptable. You can kill a black man on a corner. If there's not enough evidence, it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's just, it, just, it just doesn't make sense anymore. It, I think it all boils down to everyone having to try to please the majority as well as understanding that a lot of folks aren't going to be happy with it. I write children's books. Okay? A lot of folks who read my books are happy. And then I get some who say, there were too many pages. Kids can't read like this. Don't underestimate children. Mm-hmm. They can watch a video game for the past 17 hours. They can read a daggone book. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, people just, they just, everyone has a yes to your no. Everyone has a no to your yes. You know, I think it all boils down to parenting and instilling and branding that, 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 that level of, of, of ethics into our children so that they can bring back what, the levels of morality are so that we can stop the nonsense that's going on now. That's just my agenda. My agenda is to just keep doing what I'm doing, and hopefully, I will please more people. And if those who I didn't please, maybe they'll 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 think about it and say, "Hey, she wasn't trying to do a bad thing." Exactly. So come on and join my ship. Let me ask you this: <laughs> you know, that's to, to, all I wanted to, to, to say. To, and thank you guys for everything. And let me ask and you this you before you go. Apollo. Before you go, let me ask you this, if I may. <laughs> oh. Um, to expound sure. on the agenda beyond yours, when you look at the world at large, what would you say is the agenda of what you might construe as good and what you may construe as bad? Um, as an example, we're constantly hearing about things that are transpiring that, you know, um, the food that we're eating may be gen- mm-hmm. genetically modified. Is there a positive reason for the genetic modification of food or is that bad? And what would be the reason, for example, people creating medicines that would have more of a harmful effect on the the body than it does in terms of helping the condition? I mean, they have something called, what is it, the the shaky leg syndrome where people are moving their leg Mm -hmm. and they can't stop. But if you take that medicine, it could potentially make you have thoughts of suicide and want to take your life all because you're shaking your leg. 
what is the agenda behind things of that nature that that nature would you guess money money and power because it 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 would stand to reason that if you can eat out of the ground and people centuries ago can just take a leaf and ground it up and add some sort of mud to it and put it on your shaky leg and your leg doesn't shake anymore, then why would you need something that is going to potentially have three paragraphs worth of heart attack, heart failure, death, um, 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 suicidal, suicidal ideations, you know, and, and a various plethora of things that will happen to you, but your leg will stop shaking, as you said. But back in the day, they would just take a leaf, ground it, put some mud in it, put it on your leg, your leg would stop shaking. So or to me, they would take that leaf things, and roll I'm it up sorry, and smoke it. Okay. Or they would take that same leaf and roll it up and smoke it. Exactly. And your leg would stop shaking. Thank you, baby. Thank you very much. Oh, we're talking about it, y'all. Today, what is the agenda? Good or bad, and what do you think that agenda is? You know, Daddy, I, I, when um, she said it's all about money and, and you think about TV, and when we watch TV right now, I'm going to try to give it a percentage of what I see, and I'm going to say about 75% of things on TV is death, killing, rape, murder, snapped, I did it for my man. I did it for my women. The, the fight we have next door, all the reality housewife shows, and you're, and you're saying, what's the agenda? Is the agenda strictly for the networks to make money? Is the agenda to put out this subliminal message? This is how you deal with one another? Because when I do watch those housewife shows, and here's the thing, when we talk about agendas, when you watch the different nationalities, when I watch the New York Housewives, they fight just as hard, if not worse, than the Atlanta Housewives. But for some reason, the Atlanta Housewives are looked at worse than the New York Housewives or the Orange County Housewives. When you watch Love & Hip Hop, Love & Hip Hop is no different than the shows that come on Bravo uh, Below Deck. It's no different. We still fighting. We still cussing. We still carrying on. But you say, what is the agenda with these shows? Is it strictly to make money? Or is the agenda to, listen, we've got to bring death, destruction, depression, because now while those shows are on, here comes the depression commercial. If you've been feeling depressed while those shows are on, here comes the weight loss commercial. So it's like, is this intentional? And I, I think that um, the money is an easy answer because it seems obvious. I think power is an easy answer, but oftentimes we say power and we don't define what we mean by the power. And I think the power that is most important that one could have is the power over one's mind. Mm. It's the conditioning over one's mind. It is the essence of the story of Adam and Eve, which for many, they would say that is the beginning, though there are stories that go back beyond that. But the story of Adam and Eve is a prime example in terms of an agenda, because one would say when you're speaking about the agenda, as it was told when I was a child, the agenda for uh, God was alleged to keep mankind 
pure.、Mm. But pure in what way? And then the Satan, the snake, came down and began to share knowledge and say, Well, go ahead and eat from this tree.、Mm-hmm. Why would God not want you to know what it was that he knew? So, right there, there's a level of divisiveness because under normal circumstances, if we were to remove the terms of God and Satan, and someone was to say to you, Listen, you're in the wilderness intellectually or literally without knowledge of self. You are so without knowledge of self that you are unaware of the fact that you are without clothes. And then another being comes and says to you, You need to know about yourself and you need to know that you are without clothes, even at the risk of knowing who I am. Would we say that the being who tried to introduce us to the enlightenment of ourselves was bad, or would we say it was good? But based upon the conditioning of mankind, it seemingly is not up for question because we've automatically believed that this snake was on the side of bad, and this God who was invisible to this higher being was all about good. So, what is the agenda? Behind this story. And again, it seemingly would go back to mind control. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, this is William Skins again. I think I started talking before I was asked a question. Before. You know, so I can answer. So I would just call him back, just wonder if I answered the question when I called before on what is good and bad. I mean, you, you gave your answer pertaining to you, which was excellent.、Um, however,、okay. if you want to further expand about what your thoughts are regarding the, the, the world agenda、uh, in terms of what you might construe as bad versus good, and as we just posed the statement, you know, when you speak in reference to religion, It's always been presented that God,、um, what agenda was to keep us pure, and that Satan, in telling uh, uh, Eve to go eat off the tree, made her, coerced her and Adam to ultimately sin because they're eating off this tree of knowledge that will enlighten them. And what we posed was under circumstances where there were no labels. That were given to either a God or a Satan, but you just spoke about the dynamics that one being is saying, I do not want you to have knowledge, and one being is saying, I want you to have knowledge. How would you view that situation then? And after that, then why would we speak the way in which we speak in reference to the Bible? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it, it, it does. And. It goes back to a lot of, a lot of things. People have to research. They have to go way back because it was, you know, how do you know what color? I could pose this question. How do you know what color are the people who built the pyramids? How do you know? How, how do we know? Because they left pictures. They left pictures. That's how we know. You know, they left pictures. That's how we know the color of the people that built the pyramids. And that was before the Bible. You know, the Bible was written. 
but I, I believe it was inspired by God, but it was written, but it still goes back before that. It still goes back before that, so it's like, I look at, it's sort of like mind control. It's sort of like mind control to get mm-hmm. people to, to, to follow what you want them to follow. And, excuse me? I, I was going to say exactly, and that's what we've been doing for hundreds and hundreds of years is being put under mind control, and it's set up that you can follow. And the moment you say, I want to get off the follow bus, well, then oftentimes you're ousted, you're, you're casted away because it's saying, well, you're not thinking like the masses, which is something wrong. Thousands of years. Right, because then you look at, you know, you can also say to some people, would you be a Christian if your slave master wasn't a Christian? You know, there you go. Posed, Come on. You know, you, it can be posed like that also. Would you be a Christian? Because it was other beliefs before that, before Christianity. You know, even though I, I kind of believe that all beliefs lead to the same God. God is love. You know, all beliefs lead to the same God, but it's whatever you're comfortable in. But would you be in this act, you know, in this religion right now? If your slave master wasn't, and that was passed on to generations after that and generations after that. You know, this is the belief you must believe in this right here. And then you have a picture of a European, you know, up there. Well, that's the master in this program in our minds. Well, this is who we need to look up to. And it was like trichnology, if you look at it in the book before the Mayflower. Did you call you it know, trichnology? Because we were, <laughs> we were superior. At that point, they used the technology, and then we started feeling inferior, and then it was being passed on, and it's like ingrained in us right now. Yes. You, not in all of us, you know, maybe some of us, but we have to look up, and some people, and it goes to this also. Some people think you only have to work a nine-to-five to survive. No, that's not true. I'm doing online business right now. Entrepreneurship jobs are going away. So people are being brainwashed and thinking job is the only way, you know, where you have to work a nine-to-five, and then you're still struggling and everything. No, that's not the only way. But it's been brainwashed like that, just like it's been brainwashed throughout religion and other things that are going on in society right now. And some people just stuck in it. They don't believe in it, so they can do anything different because it's ingrained in their minds. Well, this is the only way. It's not the only way. We appreciate the comment, brother. We're talking about it today, y'all. We are talking about the agenda. Is it good or bad? And, you know... When you start talking about the agenda of God, and I think for us, when you play it back, when you talk about what was the agenda, we don't see that that was mind control. Like, we don't see that the story we was given was total mind control to keep us oppressed, to keep us in these servient positions. Like, we don't get that that part. And it's, but it's easy not to get because, again, it's been designed for us not to get it. And when we go back to God, you can speak about different names and give names of gods. However, there's some theories out there that who we believe to be gods were simply extraterrestrials mm. who were space travelers who were immersed in a technology that was far beyond our understanding at this point, and they used that technology to colonize the world that we live in. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? This is P-Funk. Hey, P-Funk. Get it. How you doing? 
good, baby. Wonderful. I feel a song in my heart. Because we got to make our funk the P-Funk now. Come on now. Because I want to get funked up. Get it. Talk to us. <laughs> you got me giggling now. Um, I feel like to speak to the, the housewives that you were talking about, Uh huh. it's all about perceived behavior of different people. They want to perpetuate that, right? Mm-hmm. So if they have a bunch of black people, no matter what their economic status, the perception is they're going to act a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And just keeps feeding into it, right? Mm-hmm. Not everybody acts the same way. Their agenda is to keep people in the box. That's all. And there it is. We appreciate it, baby. Go ahead, Tommy. And I'm thinking about it, and I'm and I'm really trying to focus on what it is that I can be accountable for when it comes to you know what is it that you are, what is your part that you contributing to, but then I I also think about the whole word oppression, mm-hmm. and oppression has just I mean it's it's a, it's a um, a beautiful thing that has been created and rooted in fear, and when you think about all the agendas coming because the agenda is so loaded. Because mm-hmm. it can come from so many different spaces and so many different territories. And you think about the three that, that comes to me the, the most, which is the religion-based, the educational base, and then the home-based. And if we just dull the senses and dull the, the intellect and mm-hmm. dull our brilliancies mm-hmm. by using these three elements that we are entertained with every single day, mm-hmm. that we spend the majority of our time with every single day, and I go back to my accountability when it comes to who I am and what I contribute to it and what I contribute to my kids with everything that's being created with technology that contributes to all of these elements. It's a, it's a form of distraction and a form of oppression because you're trying to keep up. And so for me, I'm really trying to make sure that I can be a fan of simplicity. Come on. Mm -hmm. Because if I can be a fan of simplicity, then I can start from the original root of my brilliance Mm-hmm. And understand that I don't have to look outside of myself, first of all, for my religion. Mm-hmm. And then for my education, the simplicity of just saying, okay, I'm going to just go back to the simplicity of things. And yes. saying, I don't have to, you know, have this elaborate uh, scheme or this elaborate uh, uh, being intellectual to give you these big words to express myself. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a competition between me and my sister or me and my brothers. Mm-hmm. on who can be the smartest or who can be the richest mm-hmm. when the simplicity of it is is that if I love you and you love me then we could be able to get along that's it okay and then the educational I mean the the the, the home we're so distracted outside of our homes that we're not even focused on on being able to build the brilliancy that's in our homes mm-hmm. and these and this is the thing that I'm that I was wrestling with in my mind and I'm saying the accountability for me is to be able to make simplicity become popular and stay popular with me. Come on, simplicity. Uh, to be forever, Diamond had sent in or stated that, essentially par- paraphrasing what she said, that when you speak up in the society, that you become labeled. And hmm. again, a part of that is due to the conditioning. Um, if you guys get a chance, look up the terror papers. Written by a gentleman by the name of Robert Morning Sky, a Native American who 
claimed that his great his grandfather and five other children had actually found a what we would refer to as an alien who crashed his ship and nursed them back to health, who essentially gave them information regarding the creation of the earth through the usage of a crystal, kind of like when you saw Superman and Jarrell use the crystal. There's a lot of information they say that is stored there. And this sounds like some really, really crazy stuff. But when you hear about that and then you hear about the stories of gods, you start realizing what is crazy. You start posing the question, what is crazy and what sounds more real? And you hear about the same struggles because, again, we say we, we've heard God was made in man's image. And allegedly, there's the story of Enlil and Enki, who was also known as E.A. Enki. And there was a a discrepancy between those two where Enlil believed that these individuals who they would genetically modify to procreate would be under the spell of what they needed them to do so as not to lash back. And by giving them the promise of serving him, they would be rewarded. Does that sound familiar? When you think about Mm. God, that when you serve God, then you will be rewarded where his brother Enki or EA, like in EA Sports, it's in the game. EA or Enki said he believed that they should have free will to do what it is that they wanted to do and that things like sexual intercourse should not be monitored because initially it was monitored specifically so they could get and produce the uh, offspring that they wanted to have, the particular bloodline. So when we look at that and we say, what in the world is the is, are we dealing with today? We're dealing with people that are following subservently, and we're dealing with those that say, no, you've got to think for yourself. And this seems to be the battle, which is construed as good or bad. However, it just seems to be. And since we were made in these God's images, it makes even more sense that you run into these two types of beings. Beings that believe we should follow suit and beings that believe we should think for ourselves. We're talking about it, y'all. What is the agenda, good or bad? And when you hear right now what's going on with the educational system, when you hear right now what they're trying to do with the insurance, medical insurance, and it makes you say, okay, what's the agenda? How much money are we trying to have when you're going to take away medical insurance from people that are at an age where they can't go get a job to afford it? They, they can't afford it. When you have families that say, I can't afford it, and what I have right now is we're making it, well, we're going to take that away. When you have someone running the educational school system but's never been in a public school to know what it is, you're saying, what is the agenda when you have you say, you know what, by the time you're in the sixth grade, you should know X, Y, and Z. And if you don't know it, you're considered special education. You're considered slow. You're considered dumb. You're not. What's the agenda here? And what's the agenda of a country that constantly speaks about it being the greatest country in the world, but it makes it very difficult for the children of the world to get an education? It makes it very difficult for the people that live within the boundaries of the country to get uh, health when there are allegedly, since we're the greatest, lesser nations that provide health care 
for their citizens, regardless of their financial situation, where there are places um, that allow individuals who are drug users not to go to jail because they have a problem and they prosecute the drug sellers. So how can we be the greatest when we look at where we are from an educational standpoint? What it says is the people who run the country are not so much interested in the individuals in this country being brighter. They're more interested in them being uh, uh, ready to fall in line, ready to be easier to deal with. And if you are not, you are extinguished. There was a gentleman by the name of Bob Salazar, to give you an example, who in the, I believe, 80s spoke about this uh, uh, new uh, anti-gravitational energy uh, called Pentium 118 that was not on the elemental chart, that was not on the, you know, the, the chart with all the elements. Needless to say, within a year, two years of him coming out and speaking about it, he was found to allegedly committed suicide. And as many others who spoke in this way, and then 10 years later, uh, element 118, the un-unpentium was on the element chart. And you say, well, how would he know that? How would people disregard that? And why would we know all of these things, but it's not revealed to the public? What is the agenda? Why would that be? Why is it that we are supposed to be without? And then it goes back to us being naked in the midst of the forest, in the midst of it. And someone says, I want to give you the apple to bite to let you know that you're naked. Or someone says, no, just don't eat from that. Who's looking out for your best interest? Who's doing it, my loves? We're talking about it today. What is the agenda, good and or bad, 404-832-2963? There are things that happen right in front of us, but we're too afraid to address it. And when we talk about what's the agenda, when you go silent and you don't think it's a good agenda, then you're part of the bad agenda because... Oftentimes, in our conditioning as well, we've been taught, shh, don't you speak on it, don't you say nothing, and that's how things don't change, and they stay just as they are. But we're finding out now, a lot of exposure is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Like, people are just getting exposed, and it's coming out, and and you're seeing people that, quote-unquote, they tried to act like it was a good agenda. But when you start peeling back that banana, and you figure out, you wasn't in this for the betterment of the people. This was all just for you. This had nothing to do with we're trying to make the next one better. So when we go into the agendas about being good or bad, it could also be an individual question that you ask yourself. What is my agenda? Like when I get up today, what is my agenda? You know, I was watching one of those. Um, make sure that's plugged in, please, baby. I was watching one of those um, dating dating. Uh, you know, the dating commercials that come on mm-hmm. about the dating. And this one happens to be all brothers, right? And they're talking about they're looking for a beautiful black woman mm-hmm. and the beauty of a black woman. And I hear this one brother say, you know, I just want to be a power couple. Like, I want to be a power couple. And you start saying, well, what's the agenda behind that? Are you trying to be a power couple because you think what it looks like? 
Are you trying to be a power couple because you want to say we're going to be in there with our family and we're going to raise our kids and we're going to make sure we have money for the next generation? Like, what was the statement behind that? And I think right now what we're seeing, when you say power couple, we're looking at our Beyonce and Jay-Z's. Because we're looking at both of them are rich and famous and they can have anything they want. So that's a power couple. We're looking at these couples with the perception of what we believe it is. So it makes us say to our mate or our spouse or whomever it is, we got to be a power couple. Right. We got to rule the world. We got to we got to run everything. And and not even saying that that is by any means Jay-Z's or Beyonce's right. feelings. But the others who perceive it from the outside when the power really comes in as a couple that you're really united more so than your ability to be able to buy whatever it is that you want. The fact that you're able to love your family, in my humble opinion, makes you the power couple, which goes back to the simplicity that. Uh, Tommy was speaking in reference to. We're talking about it today, y'all. We're going to go to the lines. Hey, you're on the phone with Monique and Sydney. Who's this? Hey, this is William Skinsberg again. This will be my last time calling because I'm looking at, I'm listening to y'all, and I want to put something else out there on what's bad, what's going on in society, if y'all don't mind. We don't mind, William. Okay. Okay. Well, what I think is that what I see what they're doing is it's going in a process where they're putting people on the being like robots. See, the chip is coming. When I was teaching in Mobile, Alabama, they had the thumbprint before they had that big layoff. And the chip is coming. See, they, it goes in between your thumb and your first finger and on your arm. And some people take it voluntarily now, but it's coming. And it's to get people under control with people like robots where you can't go against anything anyone is saying in the government. If you go against it, they deduct it from your money or they cut your chip off or anything like that. So it's coming. We're going to be like robots, just like robots. If you go at certain fast foods, you got machines taking your order. It's coming. So it's like robots are coming. They have robots here, and they want to make us in a robot where we're not going to have no say-so once you get that chip in you. And that chip is coming whether people believe it or not. And that's a bad thing because we can't go against nothing. Once it happens, and so the people who are Bible thumpers on social media and stuff like that, this and that, Oh, the test is going to come to see if you believe in what you say you believe when that chip is presented. Once that chip is presented, you can't buy no food, get no gas, get no get anything, or buy no house unless you have that chip. Then the real test is going to come to people, and that's a bad thing. And it's coming. Whether people believe it or not, I've been searching this stuff for like 15, 16, 17 years. This stuff is coming. And we people are going to be robots. And if you're not going to take the chip, you know, it's a bad thing. No telling what's going to happen then. We appreciate it. Thank that. you, Brother William. You know, Daddy, I saw something like that, um, I think, on Facebook, where they're introducing it, and it was in another country, where they're actually introducing it for if your kid gets snatched. They can track your kid. And mm -hmm. it's this real little thing, and they're putting it up, like, under your skin. Mm -hmm. So he's absolutely right. Like, I, I, I've seen it. Right. Right. Well, in, in addition to that, a, a robot is kind of an outdated terminology based upon where we are today. We are computers mm -hmm. is what we are. And when you're dealing with the fact that our brain sends us electronic impulses to let us know what's happening around our bodies, much like a ship or a computer, we are in a position when you have a chip, 
subliminally, we can visually see um, and be programmed and reprogrammed. So based upon what it is before this technology, the spoken word was the thing that programmed us because and or the written word was the thing. But prior to the written word, the spoken word was what programmed us because it's the reiteration of things, as they say, uh, repetition brings on retention. Mm -hmm. And if you constantly hear something repeated in our brain, it's saying it must be true Mm -hmm. because I heard it from Aunt Claudine. My mama said the same thing. The pastor said the same and thing. Aunt Claudine don't lie. Aunt Claudine don't lie. And, and what, what, what Chris Rock say or Rick Ross, he said, is the Lord is my witness. Now, he ain't going to say the Lord is my witness unless it's true. He said, OJ ain't even say the Lord is my witness. He had Johnny Cochran. He, he had Johnny Cochran, <laughs> but he ain't say the Lord is my witness. So it's one of those things where you are in a position where we're constantly being programmed to do certain things that we don't even realize that we're doing it. Uh, I, I heard individuals speaking one time and they were saying that they were talking about how people uh, find themselves doing the same thing again and again, not realizing what they were doing. And it dawned on them as they were having this discussion, 12 o'clock at night, sitting at a red light. And what that was to say was, we sitting here 12 o'clock at night, there's no one stopping us but this red light. And we are sitting here abiding by this program of the red light. So as we are programmed, we can reprogram ourselves. But like our mantra is the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We must have open minds to the things that are around us and start realizing that, listen, I love the people over in Russia. I don't have any problem with them. The people in Syria, the people in Iran. The North Koreans, I don't have an issue with them. The South Korea, no human beings, because what they are is caught up in the midst of what we're caught up in the midst of. Trying to make a way for yourself on a daily basis. And there are enough people who are following orders of individuals who have a thirst for power and control over others for their, in quotes again, agenda and we we think that we're at odds with them, but we're really not. The, the The problem comes in, how do you start believing what we're told about what other places have done to us when they're telling lies about what we've done to one another mm. in this country? When you live in a world that there were more people killed during the Civil War, the right to keep slaves versus not. Than there was in World War One and World War Two combined, and they had bombs. Then come on, you then say, "Well, what's really going on?" We're talking about it, y'all. What is the agenda? Is it good? Is it bad? And what is your agenda? When you wake up every morning, what do you say you're gonna start out doing? You're stealing, robbing, cheating, lying, or do you start your day and say, "You know what? Everybody I encounter, I'm gonna have a smile on my face. If it ain't mine, I don't want it. If I owe it, I'm gonna pay it." Like, what is your agenda? What's your agenda? And thinking in terms of how can we get along with one another and what is it that we can do first to get along with ourselves, to make us motivated to deal with others, to make us empathetic of the things that transpire. Though when you see individuals that have 
a problem with someone because they are of color, of a different religious affiliation. You understand, I understand why somebody white would have a problem with somebody black based upon the rhetoric that has been imposed throughout history. Yes. If for hundreds of years it's been passed, if for hundreds of years there was slavery, when the Emancipation Proclamation is signed, there's all of a sudden the, the thinkers who believe that slavery should still exist, that they just disappear? Or does that thinking still trickle out? We're hearing about incidents that happen at the, the Boston Stadium where a woman, a white woman, allegedly referred to uh, some of the, the, uh, the, the lady who was singing the national anthem as a nigger. Mm. But ironically, it was a white man who happened to have a child who I believe may have been of uh, black and white mm -hmm. who stood up and then told security, get them out of there. This is a clear example of how you can't say that any one group is any one way because you have people of the same group that are saying what you did was wrong and I'm turning you in. And it makes you think that we're at odds with whites against blacks. No, we're at odds against people who are trying to suppress the truth. We're talking about it. What is the agenda? Is it good or bad? 404-832-2963. We're going to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hi, um, 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 Monique and Sydney. This is Israel again. I just wanted to say one more point. Um, um, I'm, I wanted to piggyback off when you said, Monique, um, you asked whether or not the agenda was about, um, you know, doing drugs or selling drugs or whatever. You know, I, I, I had to think about that for a second. Because I'm thinking about so many people out here who don't have the money and who are trying their best to do as the media tells them and to obtain money, money, money. And to them, their agenda of selling drugs and, you know, and robbing and stealing is good. That's, that's just how warped their mind has become to the point where they think that if I go out here and steal, look, at least my family gets to eat tonight. Fuck it. I don't care. You know, but, but that's a different. Do you think that there's that is, a difference? But you just for somebody else. Do you think there's a difference just, between someone thinking that robbing and stealing is good, or there's them thinking that they're doing what they have to do? That's what I think it is, Uncle. I think that I think they're thinking that what they're doing is what they have to do. I think that they've been pushed in a corner, and they're assuming that you know I have no choice but to do it this way. You gotcha. know, that's, mm -hmm. that's just how, how I'm looking at it. As if, if they had a choice, they wouldn't do it this way. But, you know, I don't have a choice. So since if I go to work, I'm going to make $5 an hour. If I go in and stand in this corner, I'll make 300 in an hour. Um, I can get my kids pampers. I can get their, 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 their um, clothing for school. Hell, I can put them in school. You know, I'm not saying that 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 what they're doing is right. I'm just I'm just thinking when Mo, when Miss Monique said, you know, about when they wake up in the morning, what are they thinking? A lot of times, a lot of people out here aren't thinking. They're just moving on emotion because that that's all they have. A lot of my 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 partner works as a micro specialist dealing with folks who are mentally ill and chemically addicted. And these people are moving literally on emotion only. And I think that's what the world is putting us into, is putting us into that same little box where don't you think for yourself. 
We're going to tell you what to think, how to act, what to say, when to say it, where to do it. And if you do anything other than that, then you're the opposite of us, and we don't want to be around you. Go ahead, Daddy. No, go ahead. What would you think is the difference between the guy who stands on the corner and sells drugs in terms of his thinking and the difference between the Congress people who would vote to have uh, Meals on Wheels or programs taken away from individuals who can't eat? What's the difference in their thinking? The difference in their thinking to me, Uncle, is the man on the corner is trying to feed his family, Mm -hmm. period. Well, not all of them, you know, just, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, this one guy on the corner who, who I'm gonna, going to use as, as my example, he's trying to feed his family. He's not trying to just buy flashy cars and look cute in front of the girls. You know, he's really trying to feed his family, put his kids in good schools and, you know, and get out of where he's living. Whereas Congress, who's trying to get rid of Meals on Wheels, they don't need to do that to feed their families. They need to do that to keep more money in their pockets but not, but not to feed their families. Since Congress already makes hundreds of thousands of dollars, then their agenda is just, I'm going to take it because I can. Not because I need it. Mm-hmm. Not because my family needs it, but just because I can. That, that's what power eats away at. It eats away at the ability to realize right from wrong. And that's the and destruction of this country. Exactly. exactly. Thank you, baby. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Daddy. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that I, that's where the destruction comes in. I'm going to take it, not because I need it, just because I can. And that's when the agenda gets cloudy. I, I, I think that, humbly, there's no difference in the thinking of the individual who's on the corner than the individual who takes away people's benefits because what there is is they're both ignoring the benefits versus the positive. They're both ignoring that to gain, that there are a lot of people who live in a situation where economically it's tough, but they're not thinking about selling drugs. So how do you account for them versus the ones that do? It's all in their thinking. One decided the long-term benefit of me selling drugs, there is no long-term benefit. Because everybody that I know that had sold drugs long term ended up in prison. That's a short term benefit so that those who may have sold it, their intention may be to get in and get out. But if you're thinking about a long term, what you're not doing is thinking about things long term, which is no different than an individual's thinking they should be able to do something. But you should not be able to do something because there is both a lack of consideration for the good that's around you. If you live in a community and you see people that you went to school with, but now they drugged out, but they used to be a star basketball player, how does it make you feel? Well, when you say, I don't give a fuck about that, yo, about what they doing, I'm trying to make this paper. Well, that's no different than the individual saying, I don't care about Meals on Wheels because Mm -hmm. the lobbyists are slipping me 50 grand or the folks who have an agenda that it benefits them overall if we pass a bill that will allow this to take place and allow them to get more money, they have now blocked out the benefit of good for the competition of a few. And when we stop competing, when we stop saying dumb shit like we're the best country in the world, what does that matter 
if you start a fight with uh, the the president of North Korea and they shoot a bomb over here and we shoot a bomb back and then Russia decides they want to get involved and China gets involved. We the best country in the world, but we, we our asses are all blown up. Niggas is around here glowing and shit because of radiation. <laughs> now, w- w- what does that mean? If you're the best country in the world, if it's kind of like saying, I got the best woman in the world. I got the best family in the world. If you have it, do you do all that is necessary to protect them or do you provoke things? Because anybody who knows, again, anything about fighting, the people that you know, there's people out here that are listening right now that know killers. You know them. They don't walk around with a badge on saying I'm a killer. They the people that you wouldn't know unless you knew. Why? Because they only raise up when it's a problem. If you have to, you understand. But it's as if this country has looked for a fight, Mm. starting with the Native Americans, starting with the slaves, starting with, you know, just the humanity itself, starting in Egypt when they destroyed the Sphinx's face because of the representation of it looking like people of color. So there's a whole combination of things that make us fight against one another when the real competition is not about the Russians against the Americans, the Americans against the Asians, the Americans against the Iranians, Because you see the Americans against Americans. You see blacks against black. But it's not about that. It's about free thinkers versus control thinkers. And if you are an individual and only you will know who is being controlled on everything you say. And you can't justify why you're doing it. If someone says to you, when you hear individuals that happen to be Caucasian, the color of oppressors, but never oppressed anyone saying, I don't understand how people of color, and this is not for me to speak negatively about anyone's religion, because whatever you use to get you by and allows you to operate in love, because we are free thinkers, we're saying that's a beautiful thing. But when you say, if someone's giving you a religion of a being that looked exactly like them, but there was no way this European looking individual could be, the color that they are, especially based on the description of hair, of wool, skin, of burnt brass, it makes it difficult to say, or not beg the question, why is that? When you see in Ephesians 6, 5, something saying that you should serve your earthly masters as your heavenly master, why would God, who is from the sky, who by description, if people aren't paying attention, is an extraterrestrial by definition because he did not start off here on earth. He came down. That being the case, you would have to ask yourself, what's really going on? We talked about it today, y'all. What is the agenda? And and I'm going to leave y'all with this, in my humble opinion. The movie Hidden Figures, did we really pay attention? Because those three black women aren't the only hidden figures. It goes so far back than them. It's like, when you say, what's the agenda, how come so much shit is hidden? How come so much is not in the Bible? How come so much is not in the history books in school? And again, when we say, what's the agenda and conditioning, because in my humble opinion, they go together hand in hand. For all these movies that we're watching, 
when you watch Straight Outta Compton, when you watch The Unsungs, when you watch Hidden Figures, when you watch people breaking down the Bible, they're putting the information right in our face, but the fucking story keeps staying the same. It keeps staying the same. And again, when you watch an individual like a Donald Trump and you watch them, you realize that despite the things that he may have said that were misogynist, misogynistic, the things that could be construed as racist, when you start watching and they start passing bills regarding the health reform, you then realize that it's not about anything against women or about blacks, though there's some things that can make you beg the question. What you start realizing is it's about the thinking of a few controlling the masses. It's the reason why 5% of the world controls 95% of it. But, baby, that's our time today. That is, Daddy. So we want y'all to think about it. What's your agenda? As we got to the end of this show, what is your agenda? And if each one of us took our own agendas and made them the best we could, then guess what happens to the world? It's a bit better. Come on, y'all. We want to thank each and every one of y'all for listening to the show. And, again, tell a friend, tell another friend, then tell ten more. Because the conversations we're having are real and filled with nothing but love. I am Monique. And I'm Sydney. And as my daddy says, the world is like the mind. Daddy. Okay? The mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. Free. All right, my babies. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.